All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, today I am with real estate royalty, Danny Han, also known as the Michael Jordan of Melbourne Real Estate. Is that right? No, no, no. No? <laughs> All right, so how, how are you feeling, man? You okay? Yeah, good. Good. Yeah. So I, I want to start from the beginning. Okay. Yeah. So um, I've known you for about a year and you strike me as the kind of person who um, continually tries to do more. Like, I realize that, like, even when it just comes to having business ideas or just ideas in general, have you always been like that since you were a kid or? Um, not always, not always. Um, I guess sometimes you sort of, you've been doing the same thing over and over again and mm. you sort of think, hey, is there, is there another way to do it? And is there a, a better way to do it? So then I always try to think of new business, new strategies yeah. and, and, and just sort of, Trying to make another way of doing it, but a better way, I guess. Yeah, because yeah, I know you own multiple businesses. Like, what is? Have you always been like a businessman at heart since you were a boy, or was it like um? What's the motivation behind? Is it the money? Oh or yeah, it's the fucking. The it's money. always the money. Yeah, yeah, it's always the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess money plays a big part, but then also there, there is mm. definitely the passion, and, um, yeah, the 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 the. The strive to sort of try and make yeah. it and 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 you know in your own particular way i guess mm, yeah mm, mm, mm. you know what's funny like 80 percent of the people mm. who are on my podcast never went to uni or they never finished uni all right yeah are you one of them yeah yeah i, I yeah uni wasn't or school actually wasn't my thing so, so you, didn't, you didn't finish high school did you oh i wouldn't really call a 35 for VC is, is uh, finishing high school. Oh, so. wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was your eighth high school? Yeah, it was mm. like, um, it was probably one of the lowest in the in the school at the time. So 35. Yeah. Yeah. And for an Asian too. Yeah, yeah, and what yeah. And what was your parents like when they... Oh, they were fucking pissed. Yeah. You know, they were pretty pissed, but it is what it is, you know. It's, uh, yeah. It's, uh, so yeah. You, never, you never decided to go to uni or anything? You never considered that? No, I just thought it was a waste of time. Yeah. 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 I always, um, I heard it from somewhere like, um, university is good for developing good workers, but it's not a place for developing entrepreneurs. No, like, I, um, no, well, I wouldn't know. Cause I haven't, I didn't know went to uni, but yeah. I, I struggled to learn, um, in high school, you know, reading the textbooks and mm. writing, um, what are they called? The bloody, um, What's that thing you write in English class? Those fucking journal things? Yeah, yeah, like articles and shit, you know? I wasn't really into writing those things. I wasn't mm. good at maths. I wasn't good at, uh, other than sort of drawing and, and art and graphics design, I felt pretty much everything, yeah. Mm, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and another thing I wanted to mention, like mm. me, for example, right? Yeah. I grew up, Um. You know, in a very business-centric household, mm. like my parents were very, um, they really believed that, you know, having a business and running your own business is the only way. Mm. So me and all my siblings now, like we all, we're all business owners. And yeah. I, it's, I understand it's easy for us to do that because we've been conditioned in that way. Mm. And my question is, was it the same for you? Did yeah, your parents have like a yeah, yeah, yeah. business so background? I grew up, mom and dad came in the 80s. They obviously started with, with, you know, they didn't really have much when they started. So they sort of started from nothing, gradually worked up and then started their own business. So I guess I sort of grew up from a commercial family where mum and dad are on their own business. Mm. And it just sort of, 
it just sort of flows into to become a business owner. Yeah. Um, but even before, as a business owner, I worked for, you know, in real estate for seven or eight years um, before I sort of opened up VicProp. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, everything just sort of, it was just a timing thing. Mm, mm. It was never to say, oh, I was going to do eight years and then open up an office or, or do it for 10 years and open up an office. So it just, you know, it just felt like the time was right around when I was 26. And yeah. Yeah. And now so, I look back, it's what, eight, eight years? Yeah. Eight years later? Yeah. So you opened VicProp when you were 26? Yeah, in 2013, November, sure. uh, with my business partner, David Lee, at the time. So, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And then what about, what about when you finished high school? You're getting a 38 for your ATAR, your parents are pissed off at you, and you've, I guess you can't go to uni with that score. So what, was, what oh, were you just thinking getting, at the time? You know, anyone that sort of, when you're 10, 18, you first go get a job, right? Yeah. But I, I guess for me, I was working since I was 13, so... I was um, at working at 7-Eleven when I was 13, riding my BMX to, um, you know, 7-Eleven at 6 a.m. in the morning. I used to help out taking the milk off the truck, putting in the fridge, and I was, what, eight bucks an hour? Yeah. Mm. So I did that, worked at Tally Choice when I was probably 15, just as a as a sales clerk and giving out brochures. and like a part-time job. Yeah, part-time so job. School. So I've always yeah. had part-time jobs since I was 13. Yeah. Um, yeah. To have that pocket money when you're high yeah. school. And then, um, yeah, after uni, after, sorry, high school finished, I sort of just, you know, did the odd, odd jobs as a waiter, as a bartender, um, worked at a place where you just do uh, phone call surveys. You, you just say, hey, you know, this is Danny from Ray Morgan Research and yeah, yeah, did all that odd stuff. And then by chance, I was at a club and then, you know, I sort of spoke to a mate who was in real estate and sort of got into it from there. Mm. Yeah. But someone kind of pushed him into doing real estate. No, he had a really nice car. He had a really nice car back in the days. And I was just thinking, I was like, oh, you know, like, did you, why are you, are you, are you a fucking drug dealer or why did you fucking rob a bank? Because we we're both, what, 18, 19 years old. And at the time, he was, he was driving an Evo. Mm. When you're driving an Evo in 2005, it's like the fucking Lamborghini in today's time, right? So I sort of caught up with my mate and I said, hey, you know, like, how did you do it? You know, how did you buy this car, this and that? And he says, oh, you know, I'm, I'm in real estate. I'm working for uh, this agency and it's good money. And it just sort of, you know, next day I print out resumes, handed my resume to all these agencies. And um, a couple of weeks later, um, yeah, my first company that gave me a job was uh, Rewa Bandura. Yeah. So that was, my, that was my first job. Sure. And that's yeah. where you met Chris, right? Yeah. 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 And, that's my. That's actually my first mentor. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris is currently in Big Prop and he's the he's the franchise director and the sales director. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. If you if you didn't end up doing real estate, what do you think you'd be doing? Fuck. I wouldn't know. Another business, maybe. I got fucking no idea. Broke. <laughs> I probably won't be broke, but I guess I'll, I have no idea. I didn't think of it. Maybe a mechanic. I like. I like. Yeah. You know working on cars and stuff but i don't think i'm, I'm good yeah. on the tools yeah yeah okay so i guess when you started out real estate uh sorry ray white bandura yeah what what did you do like sales or property management sales sales it was sure. all throughout my career from the beginning <clears throat> of you know 10 plus years ago it's always been sales focused it hasn't been uh rentals or projects or development that mm. was later on um, sure. after the pub was opened um but before that it's always been residential sales mm. yeah, residential sales 
And why do you think that you did well in real estate? Or why did you think like, I should stay around in this job? Like, it, like it's oh, working. Fucking, the money was good. You know, yeah. it, was, it was good money. It was, it was fun. It was enjoyable. It wasn't, I guess, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's just rewarding. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you sort of mm-hmm. put in the hours, you put in the time. And I guess, you know, the, I really enjoyed dealing with people. Yeah. Um, getting to know them and just guiding them through the journey of, of um, selling their home, whether it's an investment or, or, or the family home or deceased estate. So, yeah. 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 How old were you when you started? 18, 19. So this was right after oh, BC. Straight after, yeah, straight after BC. Yeah. Okay. So that means you would have been doing that for about seven years then. Working for Ray White. Yeah. No, but I had I worked for obviously different agencies after Ray White. I was at Ray White for oh. maybe three years. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting. But it was all mainstream real estate agencies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after you found out that real estate was working for you and it was your thing and you were doing well. Yeah. Where, you know, what came to your mind in terms of, all right, now I'm going to open my own agency. Like what was the motivation behind doing that? Um, I guess, you know, the same, same as most people, most people, you sort of try to do things differently. You know, you work for someone for eight years and you think, well, you know, it's a very good learning curve and, and, you know, they've taught me well. And then I just basically thought, you know, originally I, I grew up in the East, so yeah. I've always wanted to do something uh, in the East or in the CBD central. Um, mm-hmm. My first job obviously was at the Northern suburbs, but I always wanted to come back to the East and, and, and do something here. So I just sort of packed up and, and just left the Northern suburbs and then just headed to the CBD. Sure. And then, um, yeah, and then just went to Doncaster and then now obviously a couple of other offices. Mm. Yeah. And the first big crop office was in CBD, CBD. Queen Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, what was the biggest challenge in terms of saying, like, you know, okay, now I've got this secure job mm. and, I'm, and I've got I've got this agency. Yeah. Um, and you know, what? I'm just going to abandon that and I'm going to open Vic Prop, and this is going to be you know my own business from scratch. Yeah. What was the biggest challenge as a 25, 26 year old? Biggest challenge I would say was. <clears throat> No experience. Yeah. Um, as a business owner. Yeah. Yeah. As a business owner. First first business. So no experience. Um, didn't know how hard it was going to be. And, you know, just sort of. And, and plus when we started, it wasn't like, you know, we joined a franchise office. It was yeah. everything. Was, there was no templates. There was no guidelines. There was no operation manual. There was no... Yeah. Um, fucking a starter guide on this is a b c d and this is the process you sure. sort of just had to figure out yourself along the way um yeah definitely made mistakes um but obviously learned from the mistakes and and you know and 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 made better of the process yeah. was there was there ever a moment where you were like fuck maybe i shouldn't have done this no 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 no, no. it was really? uh yeah yeah no, there was never a time where I shouldn't have done this or, or, yeah. or like there was regret. Mm. Um, I guess, you know, the, 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 the industry itself is a, you know, it's an interesting industry. It's mm-hmm. fun. Um, mm-hmm. But you definitely have your good times and bad times. But sure. there was never a time where I said, oh, you know, I'm going to give up. Or, nah. Mm. Like I'm, I'm in my early 30s. Like, yeah. you know, I still got like, what, 20, 30 years behind me. So, 
Yeah. And if it's not going to be real estate, I don't know what else to do, actually, to be honest. Yeah. Did you have any side hustles at the time? No, no. It was just big prop. It was just big prop all the way. Mm. Side hustles, I wouldn't really call them side hustles. Mm-hmm. They're always related to big prop somehow in a way. Yeah. Or to do with property. Um, Did you invest in a lot of properties at the time as well? And you say your mid-20s? Probably about seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that was actually, you know, I had to sell them. To, to raise money for big problem, you know, that was sure. all of them. not all of them, probably three properties, three sure. properties. Um, and that sort of funded the first million bucks, I guess, mm. uh, to get everything started, the office, the, the fit out, um, the staff, you're gonna hire staff, um, mm. then you've got equipment. Million bucks goes quickly when you start your own business. Like yeah. it's just, like it's gone. Why, why didn't you, um, why didn't you buy a franchise? Why did it have to be your own? Fucking, I don't know, I was 26 years old. They weren't going to give me a franchise anyway. So I was like, yeah. fuck it, I'll just do it myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never really believed in those fucking franchises anyway. Why? I was just too mainstream. I just thought, you know, I'm, I'm in my mid-20s, I can, if I'm going to test it out first, you know, if it doesn't work, then I'll, then I'll just run a franchise. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, what was like, what was like the breakthrough moment for you? Was there, is there a, is there a um, certain memory where you feel like, where you were satisfied and you thought, fuck, you know what? This is going to work. Never satisfied, man. No? No. The hunger is always going to be there. Like when you make a meal, you want to make two meals. If you want to make two meals, you want to make four meals. Yeah. And then when you're on four meals, you want to make eight meals. So it just never stops. Mm. And I guess it's, you know, it's driven by family. It's driven by materialistic things. Yeah. Cars, watches, art, drinks, you know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, you know, sometimes when you, it's like when you, how can I describe it? The cars are probably the easiest to describe it. You know, when you, when you get your GDR, then you want to get your Maserati, then you want to get your Ferrari, then you want to get your Lambo. And then you sort of think somewhere along the lines, like, oh, why don't I just own all of them at the same time? And mm. then obviously, you know, just, just, then you're going to make more money. Yeah. So it never ends. It's, it's yeah. never, there's no such thing as, is is. I guess enough, especially for people in, in the real estate industry, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. sure. Um, is that, is that like a driving factor for you? Like cars and oh, huge driving luxury factor. stuff? Huge, huge driving factor. Yeah. I mean, like, <clears throat> you know, it's just, there's always going to be a, another limited edition car. There's always going to be another mm. bigger house. There's always going to be more artwork. There's always going to be more drinks. There's always going to be more watches. I mean, yeah. New things are going to come out and you just sort of stay up to date, stay up to date, collect them, collect them, enjoy them. And yeah, they just become a, a piece of memory. You sort of think back, oh, you know, these are the things I worked for, you know, a couple of years ago. And this is what I bought with the mm-hmm. money I made. And mm-hmm. it's, it's in the morning, you sort of walk past a garage and you're like, hey, you know, this is, this is all right. This is fucking cool. <laughs> you know, yeah, this is cool. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool, man. If there's something that you could do differently. I mean, if you could go back in time and give your younger self some advice, what would it be? Fucking buy Bitcoins. Buy Bitcoin? Yeah, I should have fucking, <laughs> I should have parked like, a, I don't know, a few thousand I, I Bitcoins. Everyone, everyone yeah. would have done that, man, if they yeah. could go back in time. I would have put money in GameStop. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. How much was Bitcoin back in the day, Marcus? Do you know? I think you would get Someone exchanged like a few hundred coins for a pizza, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I heard that story. Yeah, it went yeah. nothing, but like even like, Four five years ago, it was only less than a grand. Yeah, 
four or five years ago. Surely, yeah. No. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But what about in terms of real estate? Oh, <clears throat> you know, real estate is a thing that, you know, people always ask me. <clears throat> They're like, mm-hmm. where would you buy now? Where would you buy in the future? Oh, I should have bought this, I should have bought that. I guess if you bought somewhere mm. 10 years ago, yeah, it'd probably be half the price, right? Yeah. If you bought something now in 10 years' time, you'll probably be double the price. So I guess there's not really real estate always jumps jumps prices. So there's not really a, a, a the best time to buy. It's always gonna grow. Mm-hmm. It's it's proven itself in you know the history of of, of property. It's very consistent. So sure. for people like myself, you know, we're in real estate, so we're always gonna promote people to buy real estate. Yeah. Obviously. So, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Um when you were twenty six and you're starting Big Prop, hmm. you're probably you know, as a young guy, you're probably thinking it's gonna look like this, it's gonna oh. be sick, I'm gonna be fucking loaded. You know, and then you know, eight years down the course, is that vision similar to what's what you're living today? Oh, or, yeah, 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 pretty yeah? similar. Pretty yeah, much, pretty huh? similar. I like to sort of, you know, want to have a few more offices, but I yeah. guess it's it's on the pipeline. So yeah, um, yeah. interesting. Um, okay, what do you find? What's the main difference between agents who succeed and agents who fail? Fuck, this is a spiky question. Because because the thing is, right, a lot of people, they, it's yeah. like, they're like you. They go, fuck, man, that's yeah. a cool car. I want to do real estate. And they do real estate and they don't yeah. last longer than a month. And they go, fuck, yeah. it didn't really work out. I guess that's just in every industry, you know. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's real estate. It doesn't matter if it's stockbrokers. It doesn't matter if, if it's um, car salespeople. Mm. You know, I've probably had countless of colleagues that, you know, went into this industry thinking that, it was going to be an easy ride and they're in it for maybe three months, six months, a year. And then they're like, Oh, yeah. you know, um, you know, this doesn't suit me or, or there's probably another way of making it faster mm. or, or you get some people that's um, very, very talented in this industry. You know, they're just gifted with charisma skills and people like them and they do very well the first year. And then they just, I don't know. They, they get cocky and, and they sort of don't enjoy when, it, when the times do get hard. Mm. And then they just said, oh, you know, this industry is not for me. Even if they just, if they stayed in it for longer, they would have do, done very well, you know. But I guess this industry, it's about a, it's like a marathon. You know, you've got to be in it for a long term to make proper money. It's like a, you know, it's, it's, it's an endurance race. It's not a... Um, a sprint you know you're going to be in it for a long time so people know you people are comfortable with you and, and you become the household name sure yeah how is the staff turnover at Vicprop? not bad not bad I guess yeah. you're always going to have um, people come and go but I guess probably maybe somewhere between yeah 2-5% to 5% per year mm. yeah, 2-5% to 5% per year I'm not sure what the standard industry is but uh, yeah. for us it's about 2-5% to 5%. if we're okay. basing it on 50 people, 60 people. So, yeah. Okay, sure. And I guess another challenge in real yeah. estate as well is I feel like a lot of agents are not, you know, I wouldn't say not loyal, but mm. it's easy for them to, to bring their skills and their talents to jump over to, you know, another agency that's offering them better. How, what do you do to kind of keep, you know? That's the thrill. The value. You know, that's the competition. That's mm. the, 
Mm-hmm. That's how we sort of sharpen our tools and become better. You know, I if if someone went to another agency, I, I always sort of look at you know what am I providing that they have that I don't. You know, yeah. and I was trying to sort of either do it, make it better, and and yeah, learn from it. I guess. I guess an agent's journey of changing offices before they become a partner or a director mm. is on average between what maybe two agencies, three agencies before they can become a director. So it's mm. pretty normal. Like I, I had a change of three, three agencies before I opened up my business. So um, mm. if they were to change two or three times before a journey of maybe eight, ten years is normal. But if you're changing every year, then it's not really the business, I guess. It's the agents. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting, man. Um, yeah. <coughs> Sick. All right. So, um, why should why should an agent work for Big Pro as opposed to any other agency? What is the sell it, Danny? Sell it. Sell it. Oh, yeah. fuck. Say I'm an agent, right? Why yeah. Why should I work Big Pro instead of say Ray White or Fletcher's or something? Oh, fuck. You wouldn't want to target people's names or other companies. <laughs> don't. You don't um, need to. <laughs> um, things that are different. So for yeah, for me, and for the for the business itself, I guess. A, we're a younger business. You know, I'm not in my sixties. Yeah. Um, or, or 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 late sixties or seventies. You know, I've still got a lot of time on my hands. Another thirty years, twenty years. Mm. I'm always going to be on the forefront to make the business better. You know, I look at, you know, every time when I go into a new suburb and I open up an office, the number one thing I do is I walk past people's office and I see what the fit out's like or, or how much they've actually dumped into the business. And um, that's probably, it goes back to, you know, the, the, our mainstream industry. A lot of the agencies... You know, in Victoria, I guess, you have a very nice front, you know, the brand, mm. the reception, the, 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 the whatever it is, you know, the, the, the front image. And then you go to the back and it's like a fucking special, you know. You're looking at fucking, you know, it's, 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 I, I will always want our staff to have a really, really good environment. Um, I guess other than your home that you live in, your second most important um, place you're going to spend yeah. the most amount of time is at an office, right? Yeah. Or, or your work environment. So why wouldn't you want to make it look nice? You know, why wouldn't you want your staff to enjoy some really nice things? You know, the, the, the mainstream offices um, in, in today's marketplace is the front's really nice and the back's awful, right? Sometimes you don't even want to want to be at the back to make phone calls because you're like, you're like in a dog box of what one meter and your colleagues next to you. You got someone sitting behind you, mm-hmm. trying to make a phone call, and like you can hear someone else next to you. You have to go outside and make a phone call. Um, I think um, the initial injection into the business is pretty important. Mm-hmm. You know, if my competitors were to dump two hundred grand into an office, I'll dump a mill. You know, because I want them to have the best, uh, the, 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 the best environment. Yeah. Um, I guess it's, it's, it's like a Formula One race, you know? Yeah. You want them to have the best pit crew. You want them to have the, the fastest car. Yeah. You want them to have the best coach. You want them to have the, the pretty much the best of everything, right? Mm. So then that way, 
they don't really have too much of an excuse to not win the race because they are the driver of these vehicles, right? We just supply them with equipment, with training, with software, with the actual environment. And I guess for us, it's, it's about giving them the, the tools and the vehicle they need to succeed. Mm. Um, I don't really want to talk about what my competitors do and yeah, how yeah, they do it's different because yeah. it's, it just, it'll be too targeting. Um, yeah, yeah. But I guess it's really just about, you know, it's just for your first visit. If you visit our office and you go back to your own office, you'll just think twice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and honestly, that's what I like mm. about VicProp mm. is because if you look at real estate industry, but not just real estate industry, but business operators above yeah. the age of 45, 50, yeah. they don't give a shit about image. They don't give a shit about marketing, like to the extent that you would, mm. you know what I mean? And I feel like that's such a, it very, it really is like an old school way of thinking. Yeah, like they, don't, yeah, they don't think of yeah. like they don't think of like the image, you know. It's just I got a service and um, that's what I'm selling, and that's. But it's that's more where about it like for me, I my clients aren't <clears throat> the sellers, aren't the buyers. My mm. clients are actually uh, my agents, my my property managers, my yeah. admin, my reception, my 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 staff, my my yeah, pretty much everyone in the business. They are my clients. Yeah. If they're comfortable, then they will do the exceptional. You know, they will do. Yeah. The, the 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 above and beyond because the environment's great the training's great and you give them all the all the stuff that they need mm, mm. yeah is that why they call you the Michael Jordan of no, real no, estate no, it's not fucking Michael Jordan <laughs> yeah yeah all right um, where'd you get the name Vic Prop from who came up with that was that you fuck, I was at a fuck, I was at a bar with David yeah. I think it was like Eve nightclub or something and we were just we were just hammered you know we were drunk. Mm. And we're like, oh, fuck, we're in Victoria, we're doing property. Fuck, we just call it, call it just flick prop, you know. Victorian property. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's where it came from. Yeah. Um, yeah. If it wasn't Vic Prop, well, what name would you give it? Oh, I didn't think about option two. What well, do you think yeah. about it now? <laughs> think about it now. The Vicky Real Estate. No, no, no. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Fair enough. So VicProp is is about, yeah, like you said, eight years old now this year in 2021. Yeah, eight years old. It's um, seven and a half. I think it will become yeah. eight in November this year. How did you grow it so fast? Because you've got like, what, four or five offices now? Yeah. 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 You've got a lot of... Um, Had a good team. Yeah. Um, was lucky. Um, yeah, the, the, the team... The officers, the other partners, the directors, they play a huge role in mm. the growth. It's not just me, me, me. It's not, you know. If you look at VicProp and if you have a look at whether it's the website or the realestate.com or any ads, it's never about me. You can't actually find, you can't even find yeah. my phone number or any of the website because it's, it's all about our agents. It's all yeah. about the directors and it's about everyone else. It's not about me. You know, sure. I'm, I'm on there. It's just, it just says founder, you know, there's no, there's not nothing for sale. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything for rent. I don't have anything. Maybe I've got two properties that's sold, um, but I'm not actually involved in the day-to-day -day selling. Mm -hmm. Like I'll never compete with my agents. Um, I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the business to develop the business. I'm in the business to make our agents better. I'm, I'm in the business to, to, make sure our agents get 
four yeah. listings, five listings, six listings per month. I'm not in there to compete with them. Like my role in the business is just to grow the business, manage the business, and how to make the business better, and mm-hmm. how to train the staff, and and you know help the directors from the other offices. How do they become better? You know that's actually my role of the business. It's never about. I haven't. I, the day Vicprop opened, I haven't sold a property. I haven't haven't been to a market appraisal or, or um, gone and list a home or or, or any of that. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So you pretty much you stopped doing all the selling once Big Prop started. Yep. Yeah. 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 So as soon as Big Prop started, I said to myself, hey, you know, I'm not going to be at the front line. Um, mm. um, um, you know, I'm not going to be in the front line of listing um, sales, open for especially. I'm not going to do all of that. I'm going to be on the back end, Yeah. sort of giving them the support. Sure. So it's there like, was yeah. never a moment you had to, fuck it. you know, what I got to do is I got to carry the weight of the business. No. Yeah. It wouldn't, it's not really carrying the weight of the business. Mm. Most directors are at the front line because they're trying to get more market share. They're trying to list more properties and, and, and they're good are, at it. Yeah, they're good at it. Yeah. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. And, and they'll probably make more money that way. For me, my goal is to, it's a different strategy. You know? My goal is to grow the business and, and let them make the commissions, let them um, you know, have the market share, the, the the ratings, the reviews. Um, I'm at the back end. I'm I'm that guy mm. with the fucking microphone at the back, you know, just to make sure that you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're winning. You know? yeah, yeah. 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 So, what does your day to day look like then? <sighs> fucking busy, you know. Just just yeah. meetings after meetings after meetings. Sure. Um, if it's not if it's not meeting uh, new potential staff, it's meeting new potential directors. It's meeting mm. creatives. Yeah. It's meeting. Um, yeah, many different people. Sure. So I know Vicprop is in a stage where you really are trying to expand the business by, you know, um, opening more offices. What do you look for when you're, when you're looking for a director? Say your current directors at Hawthorne and Point Cook. How do you know that? Yeah. People that have been in the industry between six to 10 years, Mm -hmm. they have a GCI of 400 to 600 grand, probably Mm. two of them. And they know that area well. Doesn't matter if it's, Q, it doesn't matter if it's Doncaster, it doesn't matter if it's um, Fentragalli or, 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 or any suburbs. It's if they're not the area, they're passionate about the area and they're ready for the next step. Mm. You know, a lot of the senior sales agents, the sales managers, and you know, they're probably having to think that, you know, do I want to buy shares into the existing company yeah. or do I want to start my own and, and, and partner up with a brand like ours? Mm. Yeah. 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 Interesting, man. Um, yeah, so which brings me to my next question. Yeah, you know, now I think you've already achieved such a level of success within the business. Mm. I think you've done pretty well for yourself as well. What do you do to keep yourself, you know, motivated? How do you keep going? What's the next goal? Is it two Lamborghinis? Is it? Well, not now. It's it's <clears throat> you know, my son's two years old. Mm-hmm. I guess. Priorities have changed. Previously, it was just me and the materialistic things I have. Now it's about family. Um, but now it's also about expanding the network, expanding the business, and making sure that all of our individual offices mm. make good money. And that is sometimes a challenge because a lot of them, uh, like you said, you know, you're a great salesperson, but to run a 
office, it's it's a different set of responsibility. Of course. Um, goals, I think, from now on, I'll, I'll probably, you know, it doesn't matter if it's this year or next year, I'd like to start a, a charity foundation to sort of start giving back a bit, you know, like yeah. fucking. It's good for your PR too, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but other than that, it's just how many cars can you have? Yeah. Like 10, 20, 30? Um, yeah. You know, there'll be a time where you think, fuck, it's like it's an, it's, it might be enough, you know, or, 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 or look at things in a different perspective. So I guess I, I think I'm at a, at a crossroad at the moment of what my next um, goal is at the moment. You haven't, I, not really sure yet, 100%? I do want to do more things that's, I think, um, promoting the business more mm-hmm. and, 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 and I guess, yeah, maybe look at things from a different perspective. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You can only get so far with materialistic things. Sure. Yeah. And when did you get, when did you start your obsession with cars anyway? Oh, since, since I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. I guess every, every, every car dude, you start when you're young, you know, you're like, oh, you know, these are cool cars and you just, yeah. yeah. And you know, one day you'll think, oh, you know, it would be awesome to own one. And mm. once you get one, you want two, one, two, one, four, and four, you get to eight and you know, next yeah. thing you know, you've got 11 cars. So, yeah. <laughs> Nice, nice. And that, actually, I'm actually curious, man. Why, yeah. isn't, why is 11 like your lucky number? 11, why is my lucky number? So every time when I look at my phone, mm. you know, it doesn't matter if it's afternoon or night, it's always 11, 11. And sometimes when I you know, get a really good deal done, for example, it's like 11 a.m. or 11 p.m., and sometimes when good things happen to me, it just happened to be the, on the 11th date of that month. And I guess that number just sort of followed me through from high school to, to, to early work life to, mm. to business. So I just thought, fuck, it's, it's, you know, it's my lucky number. You know, people yeah. have, you know, most times people have eight or fucking nine or all that. Nothing wrong with those numbers, right? But mine's uh, number 11. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you have, did you, do you have any relatives that were in real estate or? No, I'm the first one. You're the first. First one, yeah. Yeah, yeah first one. And how did your parents feel when you first started real estate? At the start, they weren't 100% supportive because, you know, growing up from an Asian yeah. family. They, Do they want you to be a doctor or? I want me to be a lawyer, a doctor, yeah. you know, where the fuck they want me to be, you know? And I sort of just, it wasn't for me. Yeah, I guess it wasn't for me. They, um, I guess growing up was, was obviously a, a bit of a, a culture difference as well. Mm-hmm. Like I was born in China, came here when I was six or seven, had to learn a new language. You know, English wasn't my first language. How old were you when you moved here? Six, seven, seven okay. years old. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. back then there weren't that many Chinese kids at mm. schools. It was probably like four or five. You go sort of stage where... You know, you sort of get employed a bit, mm. and then you sort of stand back up, and 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 you know, you sort of bully back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I guess it's it's more so, um, yeah. You sort of choose your own road where you want to head. Um, as much as parents can give you directions and and give you guidelines, but mm-hmm. I guess it's you know we're in a free country. You choose your own direction where you want to go. At the start, they weren't one hundred percent supportive because. Most people at uni for the next three, four years after 18 and I went straight into work. Yeah. So it was, it was, yeah, they weren't really supportive. 
they become supportive maybe on the maybe the the, the tenth year so after Vic Pop was maybe two years old when all of our family and friends was talking about oh you know your, your son's doing great and and you know he's, he's good for the community and you know maybe you know he didn't go to uni but he's doing very well in life and I think that's the turning point yeah uh, for them to sort of accept that I'm in real estate yeah but I guess for me it was more to sort of prove to uh, mom and to mom and dad and and the family that you know yes I sort of disappointed them with fucking up uni I was fucking up high school mm. but it's to prove to them hey I still did well in life and I think yeah. as a parent like now that I'm a parent I sort of think well you know I would like to give my son um, everything I have and help him to get to his you know goal what he wants to achieve in life but it doesn't need to be uni doesn't need to be a, a fucking law degree yeah um, or a doctor degree or whatever it is right just we just follow his heart if you want to become a fucking rapper i think i'll be pretty i'll be pretty fucking happy with a rapper <laughs> you know that's why his name is lloyd <laughs> wow. lloyd banks you know <laughs> yeah interesting what if he wanted to be like a cleaner nine to five cleaner i can on his long he can own his uh cleaning business you know cleaning business actually make a lot of money yeah yeah it's actually probably on a, my to-do list to, to, to do my next business. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cleaning is a very good business. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so when, when I know, because I know you own multiple businesses, what yeah. type of industries or what what's like your indicator to go, for, yeah, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do a cleaning business. I should stay away from hospitality. Like what's the thought now, process? The thought process was how can I make it to help VicProp? Mm. So whether it's it's media you know, whether it's construction, whether it's development, whether it's, um, um, you know, commercial fit out, all those things that relate to property, I was always trying to sort of uh, get my foot in the door and, and try to have a go at that business as a hobby and, and, and as an interest. Um, but, you know, like I said, 90% of the focus of my time and energy, it's always still a big pro. Big pro. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Like... If you ask me, Danny, mm. like I don't, I don't care about being the most rich or have the nicest stuff. For me, I care. All I want is I want to be the I want to be remembered for being legit. And I yeah, yeah, like yeah. everything that I say, I backed it up. You don't have to like me, but if I said something, yeah. I ended up doing it. Yeah. What 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 is it for you? Insane, insane. Yeah. So whether if I lose money yeah. or I make money, if I say I was going to do something, I'll do it. You mm. know, and. I love the thrill of competition yeah. in this industry. If there was no competition, it wouldn't motivate me. It wouldn't push me. You know, being the underdog, it was actually fortunate. Mm. Um, it gave me a chance to sort of catch up to the person I want to be mm-hmm. or, or, or stay close or, or, or just be a competitor. You know, it's like, it's like an athlete. You want to compete um, with your competitors so then you stay at the edge you, you're constantly thinking about new ways to beat them you're constantly trying to think mm. of new ways to become better if the industry or any industry have no competition then that industry will probably have no chance to grow because mm. it's just it's just you you know uh, it goes for cars it goes for retail it goes for hospitality any industry it needs to have competition yeah for the new spark to happen 
Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's one thing that I like about yeah. Vic Prop. You know, mm. I think you guys always have that underdog mentality. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're the young guys. You know, less than ten years old. Like a bunch of Chinese guys, you know, and then yeah. you've got like Ray Whites and you've got like the Harcourts, the big boys. Yeah. Kind of always pushes you to innovate more, which I feel like in the real estate industry is just something that's lacking. I think if I see, like what I notice is if one agency is doing something really well, mm. the other agencies will go, oh, fuck, that's cool. Yeah, Maybe I, should, I yeah. should copy that or I should yeah, poach yeah. the agent or I should poach the supplier or whoever. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it's real estate is another industry that I feel like can benefit from, you know, just innovation experience trying something new oh like yeah. innovate you know don't replicate mm -hmm. i hate when i fucking make something or, or yeah or or you know i create something that's new and some yeah. motherfucker just fucking copies me yeah you know and it's just fucking annoying mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. a good friend of mine marty yeah he tries to change the game and make things cool and these fucking it's just, just, just people just copy us, you know. It's yeah. just fucking annoying. Cause it's free. Yeah, it's yeah. free, and and you know, yeah, I get it. It's, yeah, it's, but it's annoying. It's a, it's annoying. But you know what? That's yeah. the industry. That's every I mean, industry. That's yeah. it is how it is. They can copy you, but they can't execute it like you, right? That's why he's got yeah, to keep, yeah. you know outperform yourself. And you much. also need the funding to execute some of the stuff. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Otherwise, yeah. it just looks, you know, yeah, yeah. like a bootleg version. Mm. Yeah. So um. I think um, just from your Instagram presence, Danny, yeah. it's very revolved around cars and luxury goods. What what do you feel like is the most misunderstood thing about you? Misunderstood? Yeah. Fuck, I wouldn't know. You wouldn't I, know? I, I, I think they'll understood if, they, if they're looking at all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Misunderstood. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know what, the, what there is to most understood about cars, you know? Yeah. It's a fucking V8 or it's a V10. Fuck, yeah. you, you know? If you don't know it, like go on car sale or something, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. I mean, yeah, not misunderstood yeah. about your personality. People well, think, oh, uh, Danny's this arrogant prick. He's, you know, or he's a show off. He's greedy or. Show off, greedy. Mm, how can I say? Arrogant, whatever it is. You know, people that inspire me yeah. are like the Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. The Conor McGregor, you know, maybe Pablo Escobar, I'm not sure. Not the right way. <laughs> but I guess, you know, those are the people that motivate me. Yeah. So I guess at one point in life, you know, a couple of friends said, hey, you know, Daniel, why don't you try to be more humble and more down to earth and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, and I, and I have, actually- Have people told you that? Oh, yeah. People said that to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good friends Who? of mine. Oh, Good friends. friends of mine. Yeah. Um, and at one point I did. I did try to be- more low profile and yeah it got to you laid huh? back and yeah. i'm like you know what maybe maybe it's me and i need to change my personality i did it for six months and i was like you know what fuck this is really hard to try to be someone that i'm not mm. and then i just looked at looked at, at just different people in the world that are successful the the reason why people are different and they're successful in different ways is because they're different like, why be um, someone that's very low profile and successful when you can be Floyd and, and, and be showy and successful at the same time? Or, that's your or Connor, right? Yeah. It's, the, it's the people like you because there are individuals in the world that have similar personalities. Mm -hmm. Like, so, so then I did that for six months of, of, of trying to be someone different. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. You know, I'm, I'm just going to be who I am. 
enjoy my life, enjoy my rewards and, and be the person I am. And if I inspire a lot of people, so be it. And, you know, just like any, any Instagram um, or, 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 or any, any, any person, you're yeah. always going to inspire a group of people and you're always yeah. going to not inspire a group of people. But who gives a fuck? You know, it's fucking, mm. you live your own life. You know, why, 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 why try to live the life of someone else? Mm-hmm. You know, like, do you ever see a sad guy driving a fucking Ferrari or Lamborghini? No, they're always going to be happy, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know what? I'm just going to be that guy. You know, fuck what everyone else thinks. It's nuts. It's, you know, I live my life. Yeah, yeah. sure. Your parents yeah. never made any comment? They did, but then you know what? They gave up. They're like, oh, you know, you're, you're good at what you're doing at yeah. the moment and, and you're successful at what you're doing yeah. because people enjoy that kind of humor and people like that kind of personality. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's different people in the world, different personalities in the world, and and people live their life differently. You, you, sure. There is no, um, I guess, single way of living your life. Sure. Yeah. So what's the plan for 2021? Mm. Are we going to... What are you doing now, but on steroids? Or what are you gonna... be on steroids? Like, I think during COVID, yeah. we opened Big Crop Hawthorne. We, Vic, we opened Vic Prop uh, Williams Landing and we opened up Vic Prop uh, Point Cook. This year, we'll like to open up another three office. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few deals at the moment that are currently happening. I'm not going to say where, yep. but yep. it's, uh, you know, I would like to sort of consistently open up three, four offices per year. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, That's the goal at least. Where does it end for you? Are you going to pass it on to Lloyd? You know, nah, I don't think I, I, don't, I don't think I'm gonna pass it to the next generation unless they really like it. Mm-hmm. A lot of businesses, when they do pass on to the next generation, the next generation probably might not like it, they might want to do something that they like. You know, it's not yeah. always real estate for fucking five or six generations. For me, Vic Prop was built on a corporation level, you mm-hmm. know, it's never named after my surname, it's never named after my first name. The reason why it's called VicProp is so you can relate to it. Jack can relate to it. Chris can relate to it. Tony can relate to it. Anyone that can relate to it. It's a corporate sure. business name. You know? Sure. I, I don't believe in using my name as a real estate company name because it's about that individual that want to do well mm. and that want to own that business. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, what do you want to be remembered for? What do I want to be remembered for? What's your legacy, man? The rich guy, the fucking nice guy, the teddy bear, the... No, no, no. (laughs) I actually wouldn't know the question. I'm still in the the process of of figuring that out. Mm. Um, Like, I'm not, not like, fucking 33. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) legacy, fuck, a bit too early. I'm still in the process of, 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 of making that happen. Sure. So, I wouldn't know. Do you have people that inspire you? Heaps, heaps of people, you know, people yeah. in the industry, people that are celebrities, people that are very well in business, heaps of people mm. inspire mm. me. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, sometimes it could even be a fictional character, you know, yeah. that's not real. Um, Star Wars, huh? Oh, fucking, yeah. You're yeah, into Star that. Wars. I'm a yeah. big Star Wars guy. So. Darth Vader. Darth Vader, yeah, yeah. I'm more of a Darth Vader dude. <laughs> yeah, I can tell, man. Yeah, I'm more of a fucking Darth Vader. 
the Empire dude, yeah, not, yeah. The, not the Rebellion. <laughs> yeah, fuck the Rebellion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all got shit equipment, these guys. Yeah. 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 Well, you always refer to Big Prop as the dark side, you know? <laughs> I'm definitely, if there was a light scheme and dark scheme, I'll pick a dark scheme. Mm. I, I like, I like, I like dark skin things. All my cards are black, so. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Cool, yeah. I mean, black is simple, man. Simple, yeah. it's clean. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think you got the G63 next. What's, what's yeah, next? Yeah, coming, coming in March. So. What's after that? What's after that? Fuck. Not um, thinking about it? What's after that? I can't afford at the moment. So I'll let you know <laughs> when I do buy it. Yeah, it yeah. costs probably $1.5 million, $2 million. I can't afford it at the moment. Sick. Maybe in two years' time, three years' time. All right. Awesome, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think it's almost an hour. Yeah, yeah. I think let's try to wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. What advice do you have for, you know, someone in their mid-20s thinking like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Yeah. Like, yeah. what's your advice to them? Advice for them when they're in the 20s. Fuck. Fucking asking the wrong dude, man. I, I just fucking figured it out like six, <laughs> seven years ago. Um, Bitcoin? <laughs> Too late? Nah, I guess... Uh, I'm not sure. I, I fucking passed that question to someone else, you know. It's not really my question. Yeah, yeah. It's not really yeah. my question. I, I got fucking no idea. Unless they're in real estate. I tell them to come sure. and join me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, uh, I wouldn't, I don't think I'm the best person. Do whatever person the hell you want to do. Enjoy, enjoy whatever you're doing. You know? Yeah. I'm not the person to give advice uh, when you're in your early 20s or mid-20s. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. All right, cool, man. Yeah. Well, look, thanks again for doing this. No, thanks for good. having us all here. Good. All good. How are you feeling, man? Feeling good, man. I don't know I'm going to fucking drive home. I had two, <laughs> two three drinks. So. Shit. Yeah. All right, man. Last question, bro. Tomorrow's yeah. my birthday. Can I take one of the cars just for is a that, day? Is it tomorrow's birthday? <laughs> tomorrow, yeah, man. You know, yeah. Like, it's another fucking hour and a bit. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Let me take the Bentley, bro. <laughs> the Bentley, you can drive it. Not the yeah. Lamborghini, yeah. Because the Lamborghini, you have to, it's a, uh, what's that insurance called? You're the designated driver. Oh, so okay. So if you're past 30, yeah. then then. You sort of, it's, it's, it's a designated driver thing. All right. Awesome, so, man. Is it really a birthday? Yeah, tomorrow. What, are you turning what? Fucking 62? <laughs> 61, bro. 61. <laughs> 69, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nah, bro. Yes, nah, guys. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Yeah, man. Thank, you, birthday. Man. thank birthday. you, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for doing this again. Yeah, I'll finish All my right. drink, so. Fuck I'm not going to have another one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. All right. That's a wrap. Thanks That's so much, wrap, guys. Bro. Done. Bye.